at Miss Ohio She's running around with a rag top down She says I want to do right but not right now I'm gonna drive to Atlanta And live out this fantasy Running around with a rag top down Yeah, I want to do right but not right Had your arm around your shoulder, a regimental soldier. And mama starts pushing that wedding gown. Yeah, you wanna do right, but not right now. Oh, me, oh, my, oh, would you look at me so high? She's running around with a rag top down She says I want to do right but not right
Jillian Welch, look at Miss Ohio from her Soul Journey record of 2003, leading you into the second hour of the Heart of the East End, the midnight and morning show that plays music from all decades and genres and has interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, on this our first day of the uh, end of year $100,000 uh, matching gift challenge, uh, a board challenge. Our board of trustees are matching all donations made dollar for dollar up to $100,000. WLIWFM.org. Click the little heart at the top right corner or call 800 262 It's the look edition of the heart uh, all of these songs were planned around Claudia Jacobs' Take a Look at What I've Got. I believe that this is the first time that this song is going to be recorded. Uh, so all of the songs uh, preceding it have the word look in the title. We've got Look at the View from the Action uh, in honor of the beautiful view that we have here in WLIWFM Studio 51 on Hill Street in Southampton. We are able to see and wave to all of the friendly folks who pass by. Uh, one of the friendly folks passing through is Laura Kendall, who came with Claudia this morning. Good morning, Laura. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It is so wonderful to have you in Studio 51. Uh, you're from Holbrook. Uh, tell us everything as far as your thoughts about the importance of public broadcasting and the value to listeners having an NPR affiliate right in their backyards here on uh, Long Island. It's real important. Tell us more. PBS... And all its affiliates do such a great service for all the areas that people can listen. This is radio without commercials. Amen. It's radio paid for by folks that sponsor it, that care about it. It's very important in terms of having an unbiased view, in terms of hearing of wide variety of things that you might not hear on other uh, radio stations. You know, and it's it's a beautiful thing because we were actually, we were purchased by a PBS affiliate. So it's it's National Public Radio and PBS, um, a, a beautiful sort of marriage between the media formats, which is something that's very uh, naturally happening um, right now in time. So if you do call and make your donation right now to WLIWFM.org or by phone at 800-262-0717, we would love to know why you think it's important to support public radio and public television. Our agents will tell you how to do this. We may even share them on air. Uh, WLIWFM.org or call 800 262 If you're able to make the $100 mark for a one-time donation or become a sustaining member at $10 monthly. We also have some great gifts for you. You can get a pair of our logo uh, coffee mugs. We've got the canvas tote bag, which I use uh, for shopping and on for carrying all sorts of stuff. And then there's also the thermal bottle, which is a great way to A, uh, learn to kick your disposable water bottle habit and uh, to put coffee or hot chocolate in. 
Great stuff. Um, you also become a member of our sister public television station, WLIW21. Uh, that means you get access to Passport. Countless hours of streaming PBS programming. Again, the website, WLIWFM.org, or call 800-262-0717. Stay with us. Claudia Jacobs will be live in WLIWFM Studio 51 at the bottom of the hour. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Laura Kendall. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local, listener-supported public radio station, WLIWFM.
Loving the view here in Studio 51 on Hill Street, WLIWFM. My view includes Claudia Jacobs, Delaney Hafner, and Laura Kendall, uh, as well as all of you out there uh, listening uh, either on the 88.3 section of your FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, or streaming online at WLIWFM.org. Org, great music always heard right here on WLIWFM. Help us continue bringing you the best of your favorites, as well as local artists like Claudia Jacobs. I feel like that should be included. It should be like the best of your favorites, like Claudia Jacobs, uh, joining us in Studio Fifty One very shortly, my friends. Uh, we've got Aretha Franklin and Irma Thomas leading us to the bottom of the hour. Our Monday meditation segment underwritten by Parish Art Museum will be a very special segment. I love the studio sessions because they allow us to really get to know the artists. I always loved having the extended interviews with people from our community. That's the kind of stuff that you are supporting when you go to WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. It's when we get together with the community to continue elevating our programming here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Stay tuned. Take a look in the mirror. Look at yourself. But don't you look too That you hate the most Lord, what's happening to this human race I can't even see one friendly face
Take a look at this heart It's the one I'm gonna use to love you Take a look at these arms They're the arms I'm gonna use to hug you Look at these eyes These are the eyes Take a look at my feet You're gonna walk up to your door Take a look at this hand, take a look at this hip It's gonna knock like never before Look at these lips They're gonna kiss you For those of us, or those of you who are just joining us, it is day one of our end-of-year $100,000 matching gift challenge, where listeners are invited to help us reach our $100,000 goal. Uh, We are matching, or our board of trustees are matching all donations dollar for dollar up to that $100,000 goal. Uh, Those who, who want to help us Reach that goal can go online to WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. Joining us live in Studio 51 is the one and only Claudia Jacobs. Thank you for being with us, Claudia. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, it is such an honor. I was just saying a little earlier that it's folks like you, people who I really connect with, not only your voice but your messages, that... Get me a little starstruck, so uh, excuse me if I'm a little nervous to start off. I want to uh, start because it is day, it's it's the first day of Hanukkah, so last night was the first night, and I remember reading, I think it's Mark Underwood, a piece uh, saying that uh, your 
musicianship was sort of born from your father embarrassing what embarrassing you by singing loud in temple how have your feelings evolved about that through time well if he was alive today he'd still be embarrassing me i'm sure <laughs> um i think that's that's i forgot about that uh, i think that it, it informed the soul of music you know he wasn't doing it just to be embarrassing he was just really feeling it and so that was a very strong connection for me with music and soul. And I can't sing anything that I don't connect with. Right. Um, and that hasn't changed at all. <laughs> and, and speaking of your parents and their intersection with uh, you as a musician, uh, you got your first guitar at 11 and wrote your first song. Do you remember uh, much about that guitar and that song? I absolutely remember both because um, some, of, some of your listeners might be familiar with the Favilla guitar. Um, That's wait. Are those the ones that were made here on Long Island? Yes, they were made on Long Island, and he had a shop in in um, in Huntington. But I think before he had the shop, I don't even know how we found out about it. My parents were in the know; they were kind of in an artist community, and we actually went to their house in Huntington, down into the basement. I love this. Stuff. And picked out my guitar. So that was my very first guitar. Tell us about it. The guitar? Yeah. Or I mean, it was a beautiful. I still have it. Uh, I've gotten rid of almost. I'm not. I'm not a big gearhead, so I just like having one or two guitars. But right now, kept... I just have this beautiful Bonanzinga, yes. who's also a local guitar. I never even thought of the connection. Bill Bonanzinga. Sorry, I'm giving you a shout out. He probably has more work than he needs, but this is one of his guitars, and he's in Bayshore. I think. Beautiful. And um, is that Mother of Pearl lining the whole? Yeah, thing? yeah. He made this for me. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful, and it's got a great sound for a small body. Um, and uh, the favela is so I have this guitar and then I have a guitar that I found that my neighbor threw out he threw out this little Martin guitar which has a great sound so those are my two guitars but I do still have the favela and it was a great guitar um, I don't really play it anymore but I can't get rid of it I imagine you don't play the first song that you wrote either anymore no what, I remember the title but what was it? it was called Schick's Yard and it was based, a lot of my stuff is based on either personal experience or, um, and have the house across the street from us, which was this beautiful, overgrown kind of Boo Radley home uh, nice. in Northport. Beautiful. And uh, we, we didn't know until we woke up one morning and there was smoke filling our, 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 our house and coming in through the windows that they had given the house or someone, maybe the house, uh, the, the family after Schick died, to the fire department for practice. So they burnt it down. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. All right, so who was Schick? Schick was just this dude who lived in this house who was not all pr particularly friendly. I don't think he ended up being like a Boo Radley where he ends up being really kind and you kind of dig him. But I wouldn't know. Although, I didn't get that close good, to Schick. He was he was good to the fire department, obviously. Or his family was. Oh. Or maybe they just wanted to burn down oh. the memory. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, I don't know. Had enough of we shouldn't go there. I don't know. All right, let's go. Let's go a little later. Uh, let's go to your twenties, as far as your your musical career com, career is concerned, and talk about the Greenwich Village fast folk. Yeah, so I was sort of on the outskirts. I was hanging out with a lot of those people. I remember going into a songwriting circle. Uh, I think Sean Colvin was there. 
Um, I did some recording and actually got my my first guitar after the Favilla, this beautiful Martin guitar from Mark Dan, who was at the heart of that whole community, um, who's still playing, um, and everyone in that community knows him very well. Um, it was a great experience. I mean, I was playing at uh, I'm trying to remember, the Speakeasy on McDougal Street. Um, it was a great time. And uh, I was just right on the edge on the, you know, Suzanne Vega had just started to hit. So she and her now ex-boyfriend, Frank Christian, used to come in and listen at the speakeasy. I remember them being at the bar awesome. and me like being completely freaked out. But <laughs> And then you would go on to what opened for Richie Havens. You've played with the Kingston Trio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my, like I said, my parents were in the arts, so I had a lot of um, exposure to a lot of musicians. Uh, my mom was the creator and director of the largest Jewish arts festival on Long Island. Stop. Um, Labor Day weekend. It ran for about 19 years. And she had, you know, Arlo Guthrie was there. And uh, I met Jerry Stiller for the first time, who I'd meet several times later, who was Basically, I want to go on record saying he's the nicest guy you can meet. Nothing like his characters. <laughs> and Shout now out. you know. And now you know. And and speaking of which, I wanted to touch on the Woodlands Folk Festival. I, I plan to ask you a little bit later, but that seemed to be your baby for five years. So, uh, in honor of your mom and that connection there, can yeah, you tell us a little yeah. bit about she, that? She, um, yeah, I learned a lot from her. Um, and I created this festival, and it ran for about five years. Um, we had some great people. I brought in Larry Kerwin for that. We didn't have a big budget, but Larry came out from the Black 47, a great band. Uh, he came out and played it. I had uh, our big feather in our cap was Maria Maldauer. Um, I was able to book her as well. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun while it lasted. Well, I feel really great because we were able to book you for our first day <laughs> of the end of year uh, fun drive. Uh, very excited to hear uh, actually for us to record a track of yours that has not been recorded for. Uh, the title right now is Take a Look at What I've Got. Uh, tell us a little bit about this song and uh, let us hear it. Yeah, so it's just basically, um, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a brassy person and it's not always, hasn't always been easy. People, you know, see this big personality and they don't necessarily look past it. And that's minor compared to what a lot of people experience, particularly women, but all all sexes, um, just, you know, being sized up in a moment right. and people not looking past and deeper into what you have to offer and just basing it on the outside, you know. So that's that's kind of where it came from. I totally uh, feel that and understand what that is like. Uh, please, Claudia Jacobs, let's take a look at what you've got. Okay. Baby, see me for what I am. Don't deceive me if that's your plan. Take the higher road, dig deep and mine for gold. Baby, see me. Oh, try me. I can be your big surprise. You can find me. Don't skimp and summarize Take a look at what I got Don't look for what I'm not Baby, see me 
Don't play the part of the shallow heart Life is too damn hard to live without love Life ain't no Hallmark card Perfect is just too hard for the long haul So darling Slow down, baby, this is where it's at I could be your hometown, that's right, I am all that Don't rush to size me up Take a chug from my big brass cup Baby, try me If you take just a little too long Baby, 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 I'll be so long gone I won't moan, no, no, I won't beg So you can go and talk to those girls inside of your head Ah, never mind, I'd be crazy to stay Take a look, baby, at me walking away I'll be so long gone I won't moan I'm not gonna bend So you can go and talk to those girls inside of your head Never mind Oh, I'd be crazy to stay Take a look, baby It's me walking away that's right, I'm not gonna wait around for your kind of stuff you have to hand out. Low, rotten, what do you mean you're ghosting me? I'm ghosting you. I already deleted your contact. <laughs> Claudia Jacobs, take a look at what I've got. I see you, Claudia. And it was so hard <laughs> for me to stay quiet. I was laughing the whole time, uh, Claudia Jacobs, live in WLIWFM Studio 51 in honor of the first day of our end of year fund drive, a matching campaign uh, where folks can join the board of trustees in reaching that $100,000 goal. All donations matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000. Claudia, I love it. Thank you. I love that track. I am just like, still, I have like flutters. I had to like grab my heart a few times. <laughs> Can I ask you about your feelings about public broadcasting and about uh, the type of stuff that we do here, not only uh, in public radio, but public television? I, It's probably one of my favorite, I guess, could you call it a business model? Because you don't have people telling you what to do necessarily. It's you are the, driven yeah. largely by the love of music, the love of good journalism. And we don't have, it's, I, I don't know if this is okay to say, but it is my favorite form of sticking it to the man. If I could go back into the, <laughs> well, back into a 60s mode, not yeah, that I was well, it's old like, enough in the 60s. It's but. interesting because it's like, it's 
sticking it to the man. It's like it's it's um, media for and by the people. Right. You right. know, and I love uh, the idea of the, the 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 reader, the listener, the viewer is our boss. Right. You know, and um, I can't thank you enough, not only for for helping us, but for being here so that we can take a look at what you've got. We definitely see you. Not only are you a, a phenomenal uh, musician and parent, but you are someone who helps people become parents. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your training, your education, uh, and your uh, being as a doula? What is a doula? And, uh, you know, uh, how can how do you help folks become uh, them? So a lot of people get confused. Uh, doula is not a necessarily medical trained person, mm -hmm. but we're very, we're highly knowledgeable through training, but also through experience. And we help families, um, whatever that looks like, um, uh, or maybe just a laboring person. Um, and we help them get through labor as safely and as beautifully as possible. I mean, we have just a... Um, this really sad story in in the states, particularly, I'll speak to that because that's what I know that that childbirth is painful and dangerous. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to say I do believe in painless childbirth. I always tell my students not to count on it, mm -hmm. um, but it's not it's as an experience for sure. <laughs> but it's not nearly as painful as we're led to believe it is. True, or that we're expected to experience. And um, once you it's sort of like that cycle of fear with, right. with everything in this life. Anything that can be dangerous to us, uh, and I won't get into everything, but is it's that cycle of fear. So yeah. if we fear something, we, we end up uh, having more need for interventions or perceived need for interventions. So. And the answer, as it, which ties sort of beautifully into uh, the importance of public broadcasting, the answer is education. Absolutely. So when you educate someone, uh, and, and we're talking about uh, medicine, uh, you're teaching someone to advocate for themselves. Yes. And this is stuff that people don't aren't taught generally. But once you have the education to get through, uh, it, it's th that fear element is taken out of the equation. Because when you know what's coming and you know uh, you have the answers for what do I do if this, if that. I mean, it was learning uh, from, I think it was the nesting place up island. I took a class there and I'm so sorry to the teacher. I can't remember their name. Well, Laura Siddons, it's her place. It's a really, yeah, really nice. She's I great. took one, she's one class and they taught you about the, uh, the, uh, the stations towards uh, as labor. I think it's like zero to plus three is the child. Where uh, the baby is in the yes, pelvis. Yeah. Right, right there, ready to come out. And I remember I was, I had given birth last January. I was at zero or one, and uh, the doctor was getting ready to have me push. And I said, Doctor, can I have some time to labor down? Only because I knew exactly to, to listen for that and to ask for that. <clears throat> and because I did, I waited another like 15, 20 minutes. My actual labor time was more like 12 minutes of actual pushing and like four sets of four. And the baby came out and Dr. Uh, Joseph Spatero saying, that's how you, that's how you birth a baby. 
And I will never forget. Nice. It's because of taking, uh, being educated right. about the process. Uh, how did you become a doula? How did you uh, learn that this was something that you were very passionate about? Well, I was pregnant. Well, when I was pregnant with my first, someone, an old friend gave me Ariana, a, a right? book. Uh, Ariana's my old. Oh, you're oh, good. You're I, good. I Who is expecting her first child? <gasps> oh, yay. Yes. So I will be her doula in England. Is this your first grandchild? It's my first grandchild. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I hear that's yeah. like And one she of the best wants things. me to, everyone's like, of course she wants you there. I'm like, no, no. You know, mother, daughter, you know, no. It's her and her partner's thing. Right. But, uh, she wants me to be at the birth, so I'm very excited. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it was. I think basically what led me on that path was that th the fact that no one knows um, a lot of things about birth, mm -hmm. and so to take away the fear, like you said, and education is so important. And and I, as a doula, it's really important. You never tell people what to do mm. or what to think. You offer information. And see, then that's the kind of the power I would want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see it as making um, a woman and her partner part of the birth team. Right. And that's instead of them deciding because there's there's a lot of choices in childbirth. Empowering people. Yeah. That's I love it. I love it. All right. We're going to talk about the, the second track. I, I want to uh, revisit and it's something I ask a lot of artists about is uh, how your artistry has evolved, changed Etc. through the pandemic. And I'm curious if Carry On uh, figures into any of that. Um, that was actually written before. Okay. Um, believe it or not, I hate to admit this, but I didn't do a lot of writing. I guess I did some. I did a lot of video concerts with groups. Um, right, right, right. Or, as was or maybe just sharing normal. a song or two. I mean, it was more... <laughs> It was more in honor of people who passed, you know, like when John Prine yes. passed away, I, I sang we a song. We lost so many. You know, live about that. Yeah, we lost a lot of great people. Um, but yeah, this song He was, was early on, though. That was, uh, for for me, the first big loss of yeah, the pandemic. As far as known celebrity. Yes. Yeah. Although he would, yeah, he would kind of laugh at being called a celebrity. But <laughs> Yes, he would. But he was, because we all knew him. <laughs> Anyone who was important knew. Um, but yeah, this song was written. Um, a lot of my songs have similar. I didn't realize it until I looked back when I did my first record. And I said, well, there's a lot of um, threads of hope in my music, um, which I never thought of myself as a hopeful person necessarily. Not not a hopeful person. And then about the uh, the ability to change and to to grow. And that seems to be a running theme in a lot of my music and and what I used to call leaving song, but now I'm sort of calling carry on because they haven't been recorded yet. They're going to be on the next CD, so I can call them whatever I want. We are so in, excited. It's on vinyl. Before we vinyl, that made me sound old. Oh no, you know vinyl, what I mean. vinyl out, <laughs> vinyl outsells CDs. That's nowadays. True. That's true. Yeah, there's a real renaissance. I was going to say in that. print, but then that seemed, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I, speaking of which, before we play carry on, and this is a total, uh, this is a rough. Uh, idea or, or, or subject to go into right away, but um, I'm trying to be hopeful as far as change when it comes to um, people and uh, how they communicate and the th t types of things that they communicate. Because I did want to mention, since this is day one of, of Hanukkah, uh, sadly, there has been a, a an uptick 
in um, t- in anti-Semitism and anti-Semitic speech. And I know as someone who is uh, not hopeful but aware and who has their heart in all the right places as far as um, hate speech and uh, uh, action is concerned, I'm curious about your thoughts right now as far as that's concerned. Well, first of all, if we don't have hope, how can you go on, right? right? So so hope does get involved in there. Again, I still don't even think of myself as a hopeful person, but clearly it's 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 part of my soundtrack. Um I've decided after, you know, several years of uh stress <laughs> as many people have right. felt in the political climate and and everything that you just talked about, um it's I got to I got to attack it on the small scale. Mm. And I'm a big smiler. I'm a friendly person. And I think it's on the one-on-one. And I have to fight my own, um, uh, what's the word? Not prejudice, but like sizing people up. We all do it. You know, there's so many people we meet in our world. We kind of size them up. Do they look like my kind of person? You know, and and I'm friendly to everyone, but I think it's even more important now that I I make sure that I'm not sizing someone up and then kind of walking past. Or stop yourself in the tracks when you're doing it. Right. And, And it is, I think that we all have to, most most people do have to stop themselves in a track and just treat everyone equally, even though you think they might be this that believing or the in other something. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, it's also not completely new. I think we are, we're seeing it's definitely an uptick in um, actions, uh, anti-Semitic actions. Right. Um, but it's always been there. I mean, my parents weren't shown certain areas when they moved to Huntington, and that's. Maybe long 60 Island, years ago, yeah, not long that long Island ago. Long Island has a deep history as far yeah. as, as real I experienced estate. in Northport. Uh, did you? Oh, yeah. I, I uh, hate to hear that. Some minor stuff. And, um, you know, so it it's always been there. Um, but we carry on. We carry on. So on let's hear it. Note, <laughs> <laughs> I used to call this song Leaving Song, but then every time we would do it with my band, um, my keyboardist would make a joke about, I said, this isn't personal. You know, this isn't uh, about me. And he's like, sure it isn't. And I'm like, no, no, really isn't. Well, maybe at some point in my life. Feed the tank and pack the trunk. Grab the map and carry on. You've paid the toll, eyes on the road. It's time to go, you've waited far too long You don't have to make any promises Better not to offer guarantees You might be self-assured of wandering Are we ever really certain of anything? Forever mindful of what's behind us Never knowing what lies ahead They say it's easier, you know, the going They say it's easier to stay What's hard is 
living in the gray. Don't like to burn any bridges Even though I know there's no return It seems like everything that's said and done Is who I am and who I will become Forever mindful of what's behind us never knowing what lies ahead they say it's easier you know the going they say it's easier to stay what's hard is living in the gray Maybe you'll never know till your back's up against the wall Maybe you'll always choose pride and the fall Maybe you have to learn to walk before you crawl You may be terrified of losing Maybe too terrified to lose at all Days of old and nights of flying Change your step but keep on trying And maybe you spent your time a-dawdling Maybe you stayed exactly where you belong La 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 Claudia Jacobs performing live in Studio 51 on Hill Street in Southampton on Long Island's only local NPR radio station WLIWFM. Those tracks not yet uh, out there in the world, outside of here, and we can't thank you enough for performing uh, them for us today, especially in support of this station. Folks, if you want more live performances, uh, please do make sure you make your matchable donation right now in honor of Claudia Jacobs, WLIWFM.org, or uh, you can also call our Safe and Secure Phone line 800-262-0717. You'll be asked to leave a comment about why you love supporting public radio and public television. Before I let you go, Claudia, I know we've got uh, one more track from your Rally On Record, a favorite of mine, Martha's Song. Can you tell us about uh, who Martha was uh, before we let you go? So because we want to touch upon some of these subjects we've talked about, um, growing up Jewish on Long Island, um, and I'm very culturally Jewish. I'm not I'm not religious pretty much at all, but I feel it uh, very deeply in my soul um, culturally. 
Um, she, like I said, my mom was a professional director. She ran a lot of programs on Long Island and, and around. And one of her artists that she uh, sort of adopted later in her career is Martha Schlama, who was a very renowned international folk singer, played town hall in New York. And um, so I got to, to, to watch her perform. Um, and she talk about soul. Oh, my God. Um, and this beautiful voice, and um, it's just—it's a little bit of—it's it, her story and my experience uh, of of knowing her. Um, she was born in Vienna, I believe, and escaped just in time as the Nazis were invading, and lucky enough survived. Um, and she went pretty much when she did succumb. I don't remember how old she was. She kind of went the way a lot of performers might want to go. And she was performing on stage. And uh, yeah. Amen. All right. So if you are watching this on the website and you want to hear the track, find Martha's song on the Rally on Record, the one and only Claudia Jacobs. Thank you so much, not only for, for being here, for performing us, but for supporting WLIWFM again once more. For the folks who are just joining us, please do uh, help support our station and continue to elevate our programming for you by going to WLIWFM.org or call 800-262-0717. Always dreaming of love. 
Of our 